Good morning, everybody. I'm Janelle Carlson, and I'm the Friday host for Freeman Means Business, Wonder Women in Business. Everyone has a story in our podcast. We give a voice to those women whose their story is meaningful, and we share and they shine. I'm super excited today to introduce Stephanie Maroney. Am I saying your name correctly, um, Stephanie? I forgot to ask. Thank you for asking. Most people say it the way that you said it, and I really appreciate it. Awesome, Stephanie. We are so happy to have you on our podcast today, and it's such an honor to have you. And we have a similar background. We both have this marketing communications background, so I'm so excited to learn from you. You're going to share probably some amazing things. This is the first time we've met, so it's really great to meet you. And what we really like to do is just start out. Tell us about yourself, Stephanie. Yeah, so I... Well, there's a lot of things to tell. So I live in New York City, which is a really weird place to be right now. I was born in New York, in New York, and I love living here. Um, so we've hit, you know, lots of the epi- We are the epicenter of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, I was in house as a legal marketer for almost twenty years, yeah. and then I started my own business. It sort of fell on me. People kept asking me if I was going to consult if I could help them. And I kept saying, no, you know, I'll be honest, I really liked the paycheck every two weeks and it was comfortable, but I was unhappy in a lot of different areas of my life. And it took just a personal event to jolt me into this, which is consulting with firms of all sizes with a, I would say there's a, I have more of my clients are on the smaller side mm-hmm. and it's been great to, to do this. We get to work on a lot of different firm work and I love what I do and I love training people. So I get to speak a lot. I just got off, like I mentioned to you before we jumped on that I just got off a webinar that I hosted on social media tricks on a budget. And I asked everyone to pay $25, which I'm donating to COVID-19 relief efforts. So, you know, I try to do my part. I try to do my part on social, but I also want to help. I really do want to help people. So it's been, it's been really interesting and great to see. Um, I have a dog named Charlie who (laughs) may wind up showing up at some point during this podcast. And uh, we live in, like I said, in in Manhattan and, and it's a great place to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you sound like you're doing great work and definitely a, a challenging time. So your generosity for the situation is really, really cool. Um, and it sounds like on a legal side, like I, I know a lot of lawyers and I don't think they think in marketing terms. So when you work with those folks, do you primarily focus on the social aspect and the social media side or is it all encompassing? How does it yeah, work? Yeah, so I do a lot of things. So for two firms that are, I would say they're smaller than mid-sized firms, they're 35 lawyer firms. I am like their, like their CMO. So I do everything for them. Now they have their own PR firms. I don't really do a ton of PR, but Mm -hmm. I do everything else. These are firms that are, they need marketing, but they don't necessarily have the budget to have somebody full time. And they certainly couldn't pay me what I was making in bigger firms. And then for other firms and for individuals, I do social media consulting and training and not necessarily just social media, but people know me, I guess, as being somebody who's active on LinkedIn, but I, you know, I will help individuals. I will help firms. And then for about, I don't know, about six or seven firms, I manage their actual social media presence Mm -hmm. and I work with them and their internal folks to promote their, their news and create their graphics and the right hashtags. I mean, there's, 
there's so much more than just like comments and shares in terms of, of what means social media success, as I'm sure you know. And so it's, you know, just train and it's training. So even by Zoom, you know, I've had to really pivot what I do, but it's been a great, it's been great to be able to, you know, a lot of lawyers will say, Stephanie, can you just post this for me? And I will push back and say, no, let me show you how to. And Zoom is giving us the ability to really do that, I think, more effectively than we were before. So I, I do pretty much everything. I also do business development coaching and a lot of writing. So I will write client alerts or whatever it may be. I'm doing this rewrite of all of a firm's practice descriptions and pitch materials to reflect current market conditions. So like one of the things to really clients need to think about is my clients need to think about law firms need to think about is that how they communicate with their clients right now. Like it's not business as usual. And I think their materials really need to reflect that they, that they understand current market conditions. And I, I do some work for the legal recruiting field and also in the accounting world too. Wow. You definitely are a wonder woman, wonder woman in this area of business. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'll tell you, like, you know, there were so many firms and people that were skeptical of social media before this happened. And I have been saying, use social, use social. And for people like you and me and Susan, it's the same thing. We need to use social. Susan's so so great about her brand on social. Uh, You know, it's never been more important because we will not be in-person networking for a very long time. And even when we can, people are really going to have to make a hard decision of whether or not it's worth going to a conference. You know, the, the days of the handshake are completely gone. And so social media networking and social media branding content marketing is going to continue to be important, particularly for those who want to build their brands in other areas and other geographic regions. Absolutely. That's so important for people to understand how to to leverage that connection. And it's great that they have you to help them along the way. So tell me, Stephanie, looking at your career, what would you say is your proudest professional accomplishment? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I, there are there are a few. I would say, I would say going, going to my last firm, uh, Tartar Krinsky, they're an 85 lawyer firm and running all of marketing and business development for this firm with a department of just me and one other person was something I'm really proud of because it was a lot of work. I had never been the jack of all trades. I have always done a lot in Marcom and PR in that area. And this, I was, this job was, they rewrote the title to reflect that I was the director of business development and marketing. And they mm. made it very clear that my job was to do both. And mm. it pushed me to new limits. And that was, that was terrific. I would say also the other thing is just the adrenaline and the joy that I get from speaking publicly and training. I, I can't stress enough how how much I love to teach people how to use the tools around them to build their brands and build their businesses. And I can see it making a difference. And so, you know, to be able to do that and to inspire people has been so helpful and so rewarding for me. That's so cool. We have such similar backgrounds. It's almost crazy. We're going to have to have a little side chat. Yeah, later. we'll have to have a, a chat. <laughs> So, you know, everybody along the way, you know, we, we learn not, not just from formal schooling, but we have mentors. So who has been your best or most inspirational mentor in your journey? Yeah, so I have the world's best mentor. Her name is Wendy Bernero. Wendy is the current global CMO at Baker McKenzie. And I have worked for Wendy at four different firms. 
Wendy had inherited me in 2002, I think, as she was the incoming CMO at Paul Weiss and I had already, I was working there and she saw something in me. And to this day, she still sees something in me in terms of calling me out on my shortcomings and making me realize that I can do things that I don't think that I can. And she is selfless and kind with her time and counsel. And she is one of the most busy people I know with two kids, a husband, and this job is juggling, you know, being the head marketer for 4,000 lawyers. And somehow she makes me still feel like I'm special and that I'm somebody that she cares about. And she's somebody I can go to for advice counsel, like I said, and just, you know, there were times in my career where I've had really, you know, not great things happen. I've definitely been let go from firms and she's always made me realize that I would bigger and better than that. And I would recover. And I'm so thankful because I, you know, I worry sometimes about women in the workplace and how we can perceive each other as, as competitors. And there's a mean girl undercurrent, which I know Susan, you know, discusses a lot. And she and I share that. And I, you know, there are more, Wendy's the kind of person I want to emulate. So I always say to myself, what would Wendy do? And if I see myself falling into bad patterns, I will immediately stop myself and really try to pivot into more helpful behavior. And, you know, I really try to mentor younger folks as well, because now I'm at a point in my career where I'm not the, I'm not the woman I was 20 years ago. And Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful to her for everything she's done for me. She sounds amazing. And you're so fortunate to have somebody who's been with you along the way, because a lot of times mentors come and go in different spurts. But if you have somebody that kind of goes along the journey with you, how awesome is that? Yeah. Well, this is kind of a tie-in and you started talking about how you're giving back. But Susan and I have a belief that women should lift each other up. And given that, how would you advise other women to support women in business? Yeah, so, so many things. And I'm thankful for what you guys are doing, even giving us the forum for this. So I recently, and actually Susan was part of this. So I started a series on my blog called Women Who Wow. And I uh, asked women to answer five questions. We'll have to get you on the blog. And, you know, so I gave them about eight questions or so. And I said, answer five of these. And I wanted to find out about their career history. I wanted to find out about their purpose and what they would tell their younger selves. I also made sure that I featured young, younger women, millennial women, talking about different things in their careers. I learned so much from people who are younger than me. I think we can all learn from each other. So, you know, I had that public forum and we're going to start, you know, a group and that sort of thing. Um, that was one way I could give back to the women who have inspired me. And I would just say, be kind to each other. You know, don't, don't consider another woman a threat or be jealous of another woman. You have no idea what somebody has gone through or how they got to where they are or the, what's going on in their personal life. One of the, the very smart women I know in our industry, Liz, uh, Liz uh, Sarasulo, she said to me, always assume good intent unless otherwise proven. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I really stop myself all the time saying like, okay, does, could I really upset this person? What did I do? How, how can I change this, this, um, situation? And I think it's, it's really good to advice. You know, we, we need to be kind to each other and assume that we are all coming from a good place and that we have no idea what's going on in someone's life, you know, when they go home at night. 
Absolutely. That's, I used to have a sign on my wall of all the things you can be in the world, be kind. Yeah. It's yeah. great. You know, it's funny. Like I did this blog post over the summer. I was going through a really rough time in my personal life. And I wrote an article, like this woman came up to me on the street. She saw me crying and she said, are you okay? And she mm. knew I wasn't. And just the fact that a stranger would approach me and say that meant so much. And I, I wound up writing this article about being kind to each other. In New York, we can, you know, be very abrasive sometimes and we need more kindness here, especially. And she um, inspired this article and this article kind of went viral. It was crazy. I had like 17,000 likes on this article on wow. kindness. And it worried me to think that we all needed this basic reminder that we need to be kinder to each other. Yeah. It just gets caught up in the rat race and then you just don't step back. And I yeah, think this I think time right now is making people step back a little bit. So hopefully oh, kindness will prevail. <laughs> So Stephanie, we're talking about, you know, different ups and downs. What's been the, one of your challenges or setbacks in, in your journey and how did you overcome it? Yeah. So I'm glad you asked me that. Uh, you know, I, I'm very vocal about my, my, you know, I, I kind of combine my personal life and my professional life and I talk about lots of different things. So this is, May is actually mental health month, which I learned from a colleague, Catherine McDonough. I had a really bad personal situation where my partner just decided he didn't want to be in the relationship anymore after I moved in and I had to suddenly move out. I was a mess and I didn't know I needed help. And I um, wound up kind of messing up my job as a result. And I worked for a firm that didn't necessarily have the patience or the resources to help me. And that is what propelled me to this new career, which was a blessing in disguise. And what I wound up doing is leaning on my friends and family and also great doctors who just helped walk me through this. And, you know, I, I guess my, I would say that we're not always going to be okay. My mom died a few years ago from cancer. And I remember going back to work right away and being, trying to put it all together and to just have my normal routine as much as I possibly could in a, in a, in a world that was anything but normal. And I would just say to people that, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Like I recovered, I, you know, I, I grew and we just, you know, like I said before, we don't know what somebody's going through. So cut each other some slack and be kind to each other. And that we all always, we all don't have to have it all together at all, all the time. And, and I'm really honest about that. You're going to face a lot of hurdles in your life, whether it's the death of a loved one, a breakup or a divorce you know, infertility issues, whatever it may be, loss of, you know, a job, but it's how you, how you act and, and your ability to be resilient and to see the light at the end of the tunnel that I think will propel you forward to better things. Oh my gosh, that's so true. And thank you for sharing so, so much of yourself and being vulnerable because it is true. Everybody has these setbacks and it's part of life. And to pretend that we're always good and everything's fine, it's, it, there will be ebbs and flows. So and if, if it goes to an ebb that's too hard, then it's okay to ask for help. And that's really important this time because we see mental health. Ironically, I didn't know that mental health this was Mental Health Month, and we see this dramatic impact right now with people 
suffering from mental health issues even more. Yeah, because you know, I would also add to that, you know, you only, when it comes to social media, people like to portray like only the happy moments and it's not, you know, I would say like, you know, take social media with a grain of salt. Like no one's posting that they're going through a rough time for the most part. They're posting photos of themselves on vacation or with their families. They look really happy, but you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. And that's one of the negative things about social media, in my opinion, is that sometimes it creates a false perception of, of us. And, you know, I, I think it can be, I think the walls are coming down around that because like, for example, you know, your kid could be in the back of your Zoom call, your dog could be barking. We have had to shed our, some of our professional self to become more human. And I don't mm -hmm. think we're ever going to be the same that we were. And I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's refreshing that we know that people are human. <laughs> we don't need to be a bunch of robots. It's great to see some humanity out yeah. there. So Stephanie, tell us a surprising fact about you. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, some people know this about me, but my first job out of college was I was an editor at Red Book Magazine. And I wrote the horoscopes for Red Book Magazine. <laughs> and I completely made them up. I had no astrology background whatsoever. And I was a magazine for 20 million people who read it per month. And I'm really proud of that. I used to also write a marriage column and I had never been married before. Um, and I was 20 years old right out of college and I, it was really funny. So that is my little known fact. That's like a, that's like a secret, like a trade secret. But I don't really believe that she was really an astrological advisor. I will tell both you and Susan that it's going to be a lucky month for both of you. And I see you both coming into money, but don't believe me. <laughs> you know, every, I think it's easy. You think positive stuff, it comes back. So it's a good thing for putting it out there for people. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Don't trust, don't trust me though, when it comes to reading your horoscope. So Stephanie, we have kind of come up with some, we call it like a, a wild card question. Do you mind if I ask you something oh, like different? <laughs> so do you have a motto or saying that you live by? It's yeah, so, so it would be the assume good intent because yeah. it is so easy to look at somebody and be skeptical of them or consider, you know, not necessarily consider from where they're coming or think that they're competitive or out to get you or whatever it is. And you don't know, like I said, I can't stress this enough. We don't know what's going on with someone in their lives that triggered them to act a certain way. So the other thing I would say is depersonalize. So I don't try to, I try to not take things as personally as I used to. And I also realize that not everybody's going to like me and that's mm. okay. Mm -hmm. If I add one more, it's okay to not be okay because we're all struggling as individuals to just figure out life. And especially right now, it's okay to be vulnerable, like you said, and it's okay to say, I need, I need a little help. Yeah so many great mottos and it's it's great to have those grounding things so when you get off you know kilter and you get angry about that person who cut you off in traffic or whatever that you step back and be like okay my motto is assume good intent we don't we don't know what happened right there maybe they're rushing to an emergency or what have you so just kind of take a step back and 
be responsible for your reaction. You don't need to react sometimes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us if people want to know about more about you, how can they reach you? How can they get in touch? Oh. Yeah, sure. So you can follow me on LinkedIn or connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I have a very unique spelled name. So it's Stephanie with an F and then Marone. And also I I'm on Twitter. I have a new Instagram page. I'm kind of playing around with it. Stephanie Marone Consulting. And then obviously by email, uh, Stephanie at stephaniemaroneconsulting.com. And I would also mention my blog. So I post a lot of content on my blog. It's called The Social Media Butterfly. And uh, Kevin O'Keefe from Lex Blog just said to me, you should have a blog. You're somebody we want to hear from. And I didn't believe him. I put him off. And finally, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And it's been so terrific. And we came up with the name. Uh, everyone kind of says I'm like the Kevin Bacon of legal marketing. And I, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> social. So I thought it was really a good name um, to be the social media butterfly. That is a great name. I love that. And butterflies are just so free and happy. <laughs> and it sounds like you're like that too. Yeah, which, which, I, which I am most of the time. Yeah. Well, it's been so much fun to talk to you. And I know that Susan Freeman, when she pushes this out, she shares all your contact information as well and a little blog about, about you. So we'll, we'll make sure that we get that out. So if other people want to reach out to you, they have all the information to do that. That's awesome. I want to thank you guys for doing this. It's such a great, it's a great thing. It's great content. I learn from the women and all the time and it's just such a great forum to promote women. So thank you guys for doing this. Of course. And we love hearing from people like you. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and for sure, you know, stay healthy and happy and keep sharing your light for all those other folks out there in the New York area. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much.